0: Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. I don't know if you've ever thought about your career this way or not, but it's kind of like a relationship. And if you've ever gotten laid off, you know without a doubt that it feels like a breakup. It's, you know, you're, you've are you got grief, you've got anger, you've got frustration, you've got all those thoughts about what if I could have done something differently, maybe I would have been the one to stay instead of being let go. If we go deeper even, I think you can see how there's lots of tangents, there's lots of connection points between a work life slash career and and a relationship. Tons of correlations here. Sometimes in your career, you feel stuck. You feel like you've reached your limits. You feel undervalued. Sometimes, just like a relationship, it feels like you're going through the motions, right? That your career really lacks a certain vitality. It lacks input. It lacks investment. Sometimes it lacks quality time. All of the things that keep a relationship thriving are also the things that keep your career thriving, that keep your career abundant. And I'm not talking about money, although that could be a component of an abundant career, but I'm really talking about the experience of abundance, the experience of a career that's thriving, evolving, full of possibilities. That's when relationships are super exciting, right? And that's when your work life is exciting. That's when you get that feeling like, I could do this forever. Have you ever had that thought and that feeling in your career? I know I have, but I have never done anything forever, except maybe career coaching is gonna be my new forever thing. But in every role I had, I could see myself staying there forever, doing what I was doing forever. So why is that? What is it that puts us in that frame of mind that feels like a forever thing, full of vitality, full of abundance, full of, of commitment, and that mutual back and forth that you're getting as much out of it as you're giving. That's the sign of a healthy relationship, an abundant relationship, and it's the sign of an abundant career. So to kind of dive into this. I want you to ask yourself a few questions about your work life. How much quality time do you spend honing your craft? Think about that for a minute. You're likely a specialist in what you do. You likely have a lot of knowledge about what you do it doesn't really matter what it is you're doing but when you're doing it well you have knowledge are you continuing to invest time and energy elevating your knowledge honing your craft you know if if you're an artist you're constantly exposing yourself to art whether that art is your style or not It's your industry, it's your community, it's your tribe, if you will. In whatever you're doing for your work life, for your career, are you giving yourself the opportunity to engage with like-minded people? I know when I was in marketing, I found the thought leaders, the marketing thought leaders that resonated with me And I was looking at their blogs all the time. I was looking at what they were looking at, studying what they were studying, learning from them, elevating, honing my craft. Not everything was applicable to the industry that I was in, but gosh, those golden nuggets that were applicable, I was absolutely integrating those into what I was doing. It kept me excited about my craft because I was interacting with other people who were in the same arena. Are you doing that with your career? Or are you closed off like you're in your own little cube, not exploring your world, your industry, your vocation as much as you could? If you decide to do that, If your answer to the question of how much quality time do you spend honing your craft was very little, then I challenge you to go out and look for the thought leaders in your craft. Even if you consider yourself a thought leader, who are your peers? Who could you be engaging with? Isn't there that old saying that iron sharpens iron? Who are the people that could sharpen you? That's what I want you to do. That's how you keep your career uh, vital and energized. Here's another question for you. What are you investing today that will give you a positive ROI in the short-term, mid-term, and long-term? Are you taking courses? Are you... Following people on YouTube who have something to say in your industry. I engage with a lot of recruiters on LinkedIn. And yes, I love watching their videos because we are, in a way, kind of locking arms, at least virtually, in the work we do to help job seekers. So, of course, I'm going to engage with them. Of course, I'm going to invest. What are you doing in your career to invest in elevating yourself? You know, things are so different now than they used to be. You can find so much information for free, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, even courses that will elevate what you are putting out to the world that will add to your knowledge base so that you can be making smarter decisions, challenge various scenarios. What are you doing to invest in yourself for the moment as well as for the future? What are you investing in today that has the kind of lasting ROI for the role you're doing now but also the roles that you'll choose to do in your future. Here's a third question for you. Who are you deciding to be intentionally instead of just going through the motions? This can happen sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, right? You start to take the other person for granted. Are you taking your job for granted or are you being super intentional about who you are deciding to be in that role? Because I will go to my grave believing that everyone has leadership skills, whether you have a leadership slash management role or not. So how are you exercising your leadership skills? Are you investing in your leadership skills? Are you being intentional? Are you deciding what it looks like when you step up to lead a conversation, to guide someone who just started on your team. There are so many moments where you can show up as a leader, but unless you decide to do it intentionally, someone may never see those qualities in you. You may never get the chance to leverage those qualities in your career unless you are intentional about doing it instead of just going through the motions, meeting the requirements of the role. And sometimes, you know, it's not about climbing the corporate ladder. There are people who are very, very happy in their roles who really don't want to step into a supervisory management role. So how do you stay happy and fulfilled in that role? knowing that you have zero desire to, to become a VP. It's because you're investing in yourself. You're doing the things that'll keep you engaged instead of bored. What does that look like for you? That's a big challenge. When you're paying attention to your career, just like you would pay attention to a loved one, someone you cared about, someone you were in relationship with. You see how something that happened in the past has equipped you to handle some obstacle or some opportunity in the here and now. It's about deciding what you want now and being open to the possibility of the future. Instead of just letting it happen, you're being intentional. You're guiding that narrative. When you're paying attention to your career, that sense of fulfillment and satisfaction day to day becomes easier to experience because you're deciding who you want to be. When you walk into the office, when you log into that Zoom meeting, you're deciding in that moment who do I want to be for myself, for my co-workers, for my team, for my company? That is the control that you can have. When you take it upon yourself to be intentional with that decision every single day, then you know that you can end your day feeling awesome about how you showed up. When you're creating a career that's abundant. The investment of time, energy, resources, upskilling, helps you evolve, even if you're in the job for years. The evolution is within you and what is within you will express itself. This is the nature of the universe to always be creating, to always be evolving. And if you're not, then yeah, no wonder you feel stuck. No wonder you feel like you've reached your limits. No wonder you feel undervalued. It's because you're not tapping into the nature of things and investing in yourself so that you can be the very best person you could be forever, right? That I could do this forever moment. It's so interesting how when you start investing in yourself, when you start looking for ways to contribute at higher levels, being a person who is intentional, that's when this I could do this forever moment happens. And I don't know about you, I have some of those in my career. One of them was when I was in retail. I absolutely loved leading a team in retail. Making those numbers, achieving those goals, getting those, getting that recognition, um, and giving that recognition to my team was some of the most amazing, fulfilling experiences I could have. I really did think I could do it forever. Oh, sure, there were there were tough times, right? Sale time is never fun, but I felt like I could do it forever until one day I was in a buy meeting and we were told uh, one of our reps wasn't gonna be there because they were an independent rep and the company had decided to convert that role to a company position. And so now they were looking for a new rep for the area. Now this just happened to be my absolute favorite brand to buy. And all I could think of (laughs) throughout the rest of the day was, oh my gosh, I wouldn't leave this role, this company for anything except maybe that brand. And when I got my moment, I reached out to the person who was hiring, expressed my interest, made a trip three hours away to the city where they were interviewing. And by the time I got home, the job offer was in my inbox. Listen, sometimes those changes, those flashes of something could be better, something could be different, happen in an instant but it won't happen unless you are being intentional. It's 100% possible to give your all, and at the same time, be open to possibility. You don't have to be disloyal. You don't have to give 80%. You can have it all. It can be this and that. That's where abundance lives. This and this and this and this. It's not binary. It's not this or this. But it takes intention on your part to live in abundance by investing, by seeking, by looking, by doing the same kind of things for your career that you would do for any relationship that was meaningful to you keep it vital, keep investing, keep engaging. And trust me, you'll start to feel abundant and when you feel it on the inside, man, it's gotta show up on the outside. That's just the way things work, all right? Have an abundant work life and career. It really is up to you to make it happen. All right, I'll talk to you next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I also have lots of other great free and highly accessible resources so that you can have a job search that's stress-free, gets you in front of people, and most importantly, gets you that job offer. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.